0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. Today, host Bill Hodges has a conversation with retired United States Army Brigadier General Michael Fleming, Veterans Outreach Manager for the Stephen Cohen Foundation. Families can find help with the mental problems that come with military life. The VA and Department of Defense do a good job with treating the military member, but unfortunately care extending to the family is beyond their charter. Enter the Cohen Foundation and their network of clinics all over the United States. They treat the entire family and funds are not a prerequisite for treatment. No one is turned away for lack of funds. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And we've got a great guest with us today, representing an organization that I feel strongly about and have been associated with from a broadcast standpoint, for. Some period of time. I've watched the good they do in the community. My guest is Brigadier General Michael Fleming, Cohen Foundation Veterans Network Outreach Manager. That's a long title, but he deserves it. <laughs> the Cohen Foundation is a great foundation, and as you've asked me to call you, Mike, I will. Mike, give us a thumbnail sketch of what it is.
2: Bill, thanks so much for being on here. And I'm, I'm proud to be part of the uh, Cohen Veterans Network. And, and really, it had its start with uh, Stephen Cohen as a hedge fund philanthropist. His son was in the Marine Corps and his son, he wanted to do something to honor his son's service. So he's invested uh, easily over $300 million to create a network across the United States of uh, clinics. $300 million? Yes, sir. That's a pretty nice gift. Absolutely. Absolutely. And- You know, it was fantastic with the money, but he also had the vision that uh, he wanted to provide primarily start off with uh, post nine eleven veterans and military families. And the great thing is we've expanded to make sure we not only get that group, but we also provide care for the National Guard, the uh, Reserve and uh, uh, active duty personnel, plus all military families. And, uh, you know, Mr. Cohen's vision is is really to be one of the leading partners in mental health for veterans across the United States. And, you know, we're we really have a big need because, you know, our country was at war for 20 years. And uh, we've seen over 3 million men and women who've served in the military of that time. And when many of the veterans get out, you know, they don't necessarily know what to do during the transition. And our network is there for them to help them from a mental health
1: standpoint, not again, not just for themselves, but for their families. You know, one of the things that I've been accused of is being a cheerleader for the VA. And and only because I get my treatment there. They've taken care of me. It's been a great thing. But the VA can only go so far. And they're limited by what Congress sets up. Not what they set up, but what Congress sets up. And one of the problems that I've seen in the mental health field is that the VA does a wonderful job of taking care of the veteran. But their charter doesn't let them go past that to the family. And I've often said, you know, if a dog has fleas and there are other dogs in the house, they're all going to have fleas. (laughs) I know it's a crude way of putting it. But the fact is, Uh, you've got to get rid of the fleas on all of the animals in the house. And with mental health, it's the same way.
2: Absolutely, Bill. That's exactly right. And... The great thing is for us, I mean, we, we look at ourselves really as a, as a partner with many organizations. Uh, we can't do this alone in co Veterans Network. We do wonderfully what we do, but the VA is uh, tremendous. They provide tremendous care, and we partner with them on many, many different things. And uh, as you said, if a veteran's getting great care from the VA, from a mental health standpoint, fantastic, as, as you and I are veterans, we want that. But if you're also not bringing the family along, then it may not be a great situation because uh, almost all of us, me included, I've I've had, uh, you know, mental health counseling, both individually, I've had marriage counseling, been married over 41 years. And, you know, I, I think in the military, a lot of times we're almost encouraged not to seek help. But what the VA does tremendously is make sure they're seeking out veterans And then we partner with them because sometimes what we can do while the individual, the veterans get individual care from the VA, we can supplement that with marriage counseling. We also do individual counseling for the family members. So we have a term back to better. We want that veteran, that family to be back to better and work with the VA quite often. We can have great success doing that for the veteran and his or her family.
1: And it makes sense. You can't just treat part of the problem.
2: Exactly right. That is exactly right.
1: The, Cohen Foundation, starting out the way it has. How big is it now? Yeah, Bill,
2: we, what we are now at uh, 24 clinics, and it's tremendous. We're across the United States. We're not in every state, but we have uh, 24 clinics across the United States, and we have a variety of partners who work on uh, with our network to provide the care. Uh, I was just in the uh, Tampa Clinic last week, and actually we had gone to see the uh, head of the uh, Vision 8, the uh, VA Sunshine healthcare network in Tampa, David Isaacs, because of so much so important in our partnership. And you'll see that across the United States, Bill, that we have uh, make sure that we're a part of the community because we really believe that what we do is not just add value specifically for mental health care, although we do a fantastic job with that. We want to make sure we're listening to our different communities and making sure that we are meeting the needs of their communities because we have a community room, we provide uh, classes, different types of things, we host events. Uh, We are literally from uh, Jacksonville, Florida, all the way to Tampa, excuse me, well, to Tampa, but also to Alaska, all the way to Hawaii. And Uh, You know, our big goal, and uh, Dr. Asad's our CEO, he really talks about us being at the center of the community to make sure we're not just providing the mental health, but we're fully part of the community and listening to them.
1: You know, Director Dunning, our new director there, well, he's not really the new director at Haley, but uh, he's done a really good job. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I'm excited that uh, we keep getting good people following like Joe Battle, Joe was a fantastic administrator. Director Dunning, a little different kind of administrator, but still doing a fantastic job. And our ability to work with an outside entity like yourself is important, isn't it?
2: Oh, 100%. It's, it's, it's really interesting, Bill. I'll take that not just for the VA, but also the Department of Defense. I was in the military 35 years, and It was continually said, we really don't work with outside agencies. We kind of keep ourselves within the fence line, and that's what we're good with. And I think the, the military has seen that, in fact, with the mental health challenges and the recognition of the importance of it, they need assistance. And so we work very closely with military installations across the United States on the active duty side. I served in both the Marine Corps and the Army. I was in the uh, Florida Army National Guard, honored to serve there. And so the Guard and Reserve have their own challenges from a mental health, providing mental health care for them. So we do that. And like you talked about, the VA is the same way. You know, we have great leaders that we work with across the United States with the VA who recognize it's really, really important to have a holistic look at supporting veterans. And the VA has so many great things that they do just beyond mental health but we have a a particular niche that we really feel like we can help. And uh, the VA welcomes us with open arms to make sure that we can all work together on behalf of veterans.
1: Now, Cohen treats the entire body, the family and the veteran. Yes, sir. How do you define the word family? I'm so glad you asked
2: that. We don't define it, Bill. We let the client, in this case, the veteran define his or her family. And you know, that's really important because uh, all of us have our kind of bloodline family, but most of us have friends, we have uh, you know, relatives, different people who have been instrumental in our lives. You know, we look and say, okay, that's important because the military experience, as you know, Bill, having experienced it yourself, has a profound long-term effect on everyone's lives, whether you serve five years or 30 years or 40 years it has a profound effect most of the time it's a great effect but there is an effect and we want to make sure that we're looking holistically at the family beyond just the uh, kind of the nuclear family as it used to be defined and to make sure if if you have a uh, let's say a guardsman who's as a family member or as a neighbor who helps them out a lot during deployments, that neighbor is now eligible for care. If you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, that individual is eligible for care. So we really feel, and you talked about it yourself, it's, I never heard the term, but I love it. You got to treat the whole body, you know, the whole experience that the veteran is having. And we want to make sure that uh, we remove barriers to care. And one of those is letting the, uh, veteran to find his or her family. But another barrier to care, you know, we look at it, we want to make sure if someone cannot afford the care, we can waive the fees. Uh, that's another barrier sometimes for veterans who may be in between jobs or something. We want to make sure we don't have any barriers to care. I was kind of
1: saving that one because I think <laughs> that, is, that is phenomenal. Yep. It really is. Before we talk about fees, let's go back to TRICARE. Okay. Is, can Military families use Tricare.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Tricare for when we expanded to include active duty members, uh, we have uh, we need to get a referral for an active duty member for us to see them. But the military family, the active duty military family, can use just call the clinic and use the uh, Tricare for themselves. And then you know uh, sometimes the Guard and Reserve has uh, Tricare Reserve Select. They can use that. So we definitely accept Tricare and really just about every insurance.
1: You know, one of the things that you mentioned there is getting a referral. And I'm wondering, you, as a general officer, just at the beginning of the program, said, I got counseling. Mm -hmm. Is the stigma of counseling becoming less and less because of men like yourself, who have now had to live through it all the way through to the general grade? Yeah, I, I hope so.
2: You know, for me, I I, I use the illustration. I was in uh, from uh, '74 to 2010, and you know, uh, you know this. If if you were out on a company run and you hurt your ankle and your bone was sticking out of your leg, nobody says, "Hey, Marine, hey, soldier, just tough it, it up. up." Yeah, just tough it out for the rest of your life. You're gonna have a bone sticking out. That would be ridiculous. Of course, you go to the hospital. But if you started talking anything about mental health or things, you were almost radioactive. It's like, hey, we're hey Fleming's talking about feelings now. We, you know, we weren't issued any feelings, and that's really to the detriment, frankly, of uh, the military as a whole. And I think the military is recognizing the and doing a much better job because I know one thing. Uh, yesterday, we met with uh, I'm in Hinesville, Georgia today, visiting one of our clinics, and we met with a Resiliency Team Performance Center at uh, Fort Stewart and their job is to teach resiliency to the uh, leaders in a unit. It's a secondary duty. And then they go back to that unit and help teach the other soldiers about resiliency. So I think to me, the, uh, the military is making a wonderful investment with resiliency. They've got suicide prevention officers, sexual assault prevention officers, substance abuse prevention officers, and many of those Positions didn't exist during the majority of the time I was in the military, and it's great to see the realization because, as you know, Bill, you can have a a problem, right? And you say, we got a problem with something, but if you don't invest resources in it, it's probably not going to change. And Department of Defense, I know, has done a wonderful job of that, of investing in that. And then you look at the VA. We've talked about that. The VA really is trying to attract veterans to come in because- uh, you know, uh, there's a very low percentage, unfortunately, of veterans who are registered with the VA for health care. And the, I know I've seen multiple advertisements. The VA wants to get the veterans in uh, because I think there's oh, a stigma. So, I'm sorry, please. Well, go ahead.
1: I, I was just going to say, I, I just had the undersecretary for health for the VA on, and he was pleading for people to take exactly. that step, exactly get right. in, yep. get treatment, come and see what we can do. This is not your father's VA. This is yeah. a whole different VA than has ever been there before. You know, I'm, I'm going to run out of time, but I also wanted to cover that factor of payment. Yep. So can we yep. talk a little bit about payment?
2: Absolutely. During, when, when someone uh, contacts the clinic, they go through an intake process, obviously. The, the, the main Part of that is that we wanna make sure we learn enough about this veteran or family member, whoever it is, to make sure we get them the right care because they may have something specifically that's occurred to them and we have a specialist in the clinic. So that's the main reason for the intake. Part of that intake, we, we do ask about insurance uh, because we wanna be able, if there's insurance that we can access, we want, we'd like to use it for sustainment purposes. But if someone doesn't have insurance or maybe they can't afford a copay, or other financial reasons can't afford it, we can waive those fees. Uh, between uh, Mr. Cohen's uh, great generosity and our great partners within Cohen Veterans Network, uh, you know we can do that, which is also unusual. Because again, I'll get back to what I said earlier, no barriers to care. Our commitment is that if a veteran needs care, we're gonna make sure they're taken care of and also their family.
1: My guest today is Brigadier General Michael Fleming. Cohen Foundation Veterans Network Outreach Manager. And people, this is a fantastic organization. Call them, look them up, find them on the web. Call and see what they can do for you. If you need help, if you're a veteran or a veteran's family, you need to get a hold of these people. Isn't that right, General Fleming?
2: Absolutely, yeah. You can just go to cohenveteransnetwork.org. And then it's a list of all of our clinics. Like I said, we have 24 clinics across the United States, including uh, Hawaii and
1: Alaska. So we
2: want to serve.
1: I have so many more questions, but no more time. So I appreciate your being on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.